Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hsc.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. It seems that there is a plan for reopening Limerick within the restrictions across the summer and uh, Labour Councillor Joe Ledden, who's a member of what's known as the Corporate Policy Group on Limerick City and County Council, is on the line. Um, And we're also joined by Social Democrat Councillor Elise O'Donovan and you're both uh, very welcome. Uh, What's all this about, Joe? Morning, Joe, and good morning to your listeners. Well, I suppose, first of all, it's a working document, so it's going to be a live document that will evolve. Nothing will be written in stone when it is published later this week. It's essentially, Joe, it's about better use of our public spaces. It's the council reacting, I suppose, and being cognizant of the fact that particularly retail and hospitality uh, sectors have been severely hit with this pandemic. And as the restrictions begin to ease as we roll into the summer and out of the summer, uh, it's to have various different initiatives in place to, I suppose, encourage and incentivise people to come into the city centre. Uh, and we're going to do that by a couple of different things. First of all, on the physical side of it, uh, upgrading public realm, pedestrianise some streets, park pedestrianise other streets. We're going to do uh, and pedestrianise in the sense of um, introducing well, things like cycle lanes, widen street pavements uh, to give retailers and business owners in the city an opportunity to, uh, I suppose, adhere to social distance guidelines, but at the same time be able to trade and that's very important. And then in the evening time, it's about putting on, building on our tourism, building on our cultural strategy, putting on various different events. Street art is going to be brought in into prominent locations around the city. There's going to be 3D illuminated illuminated um, lighting displays, again, in various different areas around the city. There'll be various different activities during the day. And look, we're always saying it. Uh, you must give people a reason to come into the city centre. And the city is struggling. Most businesses are struggling at the moment because of the pandemic. So rather than just do like some cities and urban centres are doing and just focus on the public realm, we're looking at it both from an economic point of view and from a cultural point of view and obviously from the public realm or physical point of view as well. Right. Um, Councillor Lisa Donovan, from what you were saying on social media last night, you seemed a bit cheesed off by this, particularly the corporate policy uh, group. I think uh, you described them as six old white men making decisions for you and others. Morning, Joe. How are you? Um, so I, I think that, um, you know, it, 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 it's great to see that we have a roadmap now um, nationally to look at the, the health and the economic and environmental needs of our city. Um, and it was nice to hear Joe this morning because um, this is actually the first that I've heard about the the um, plan for reopening our city. This is something that I've been asking for for quite a while. You know, we, as we move our way out of the restrictions, it's very important that we have a very coherent plan and that this plan is put in place by a real expert task force. Um, and this really should be led by um, health experts um, and by environmental experts and by business experts. Um, and I don't think we have that at the moment within the council. Um, so, um, but, you know, I, I wait and see what the, the plan is that will come out from the corporate policy group. Um, I, I don't know whether Joe can give us confirmation if that is coming out Day or when the councillors will see it, because um, certainly as, as a city councillor and as um, one of the very few councillors that live in Limerick City Centre, um, I haven't seen any document um, or been consulted about this yet. But hang on a minute now, there's just been national media coverage of this today. Um, Joel and I heard you on national radio earlier today. That's right, Joel. Yeah, we had very uh, positive uh, feedback and publicity this morning on Morning Ireland, which is, uh, particularly at the prime time slot between half seven and eight o'clock. 
Uh, and as I said at the outset, this is a working document. And you referred there earlier to a tweet that Councillor Donovan put out last night. I would probably ask her to withdraw that tweet. It was absolutely an appalling tweet, irrespective of people's age, irrespective of people's gender, irrespective of people's colour. Uh, the corporate policy group are made up of elected councillors who are, first of all, democratically elected by the people, and secondly, they're democratically elected by the wider council. Now, the corporate policy group, and Councillor Donovan well knows this, she's a year on the council at this stage, don't make final decisions. We make policy recommendations. The plan, as I said, is a working document. It's a live document. It won't be written in stone. It'll involve us. we progress over the weeks, the months, the summer. It will go out to the wider members of the council later this week uh, for consideration. And um, I Joe, think how did they send up on Morning Ireland if councillors haven't seen it yet? Uh, well, you never, Joe, you never miss an opportunity. So if, if, if national media want to put a call in uh, to the council in terms of a positive initiative that's going to happen in the city, unlike other urban cities, an initiative that's involved in cultural events, you heard uh, Mick Dolan uh, on earlier this morning about the drive-in, uh, uh, the drive-in uh, shows that he's going to be running over the summer. And uh, I obviously had a piece, the Chamber of Commerce obviously made a comment as well. That's all very good, positive publicity for the city. What we're trying to do is not just encourage people in Limerick to come into the city over the summer, but obviously an awful lot of people are now going to take domestic holidays uh, around Ireland. They're not going to travel abroad. And we want to, as a city, as a region, and it's not just about the city centre, it's Limerick City and County, we want to encourage as many people as possible Okay. Come into um, the city. So we're not going to turn down an opportunity, be it Morning Ireland or Sky News or CNN. If, if they put a call in, I'll certainly uh, pass no apologies by going on to national media and promoting the city oh, okay. to be born so, and born and So, Councillor, I don't know what you make of that. Well, I mean, the first I heard about any announcement in relation to Green Park was this morning on, on um, RT Radio. And, you know, this is Green Park is a lovely, beautiful, natural amenity that um, I live about 200 metres from. Um, and the first I heard about it being used has been derelict for the last 15 years in our city centre. Um, I just think there should be a little bit, you know, Joe does talk about councillors being elected. I'm elected as a representative for this area, for many of the residents in Green Park around that area. It's really important that councillors that are elected to represent their constituents are consulted on these matters and are not heard about things on RT News. And I think the really important thing is, you know, we are moving into a, a completely new stage and hopefully a really positive stage in the future of our city because there's so many opportunities now for the people of this city and um, for the city really to, um, to develop um, into its own. Um, but we really have to have as many diverse voices as we can making those decisions because we know that the people of Limerick are going to have to be so flexible over the next few months um, and these are really important decisions that have to be made by people who are elected to make these decisions and that people that there is a huge that there is a diversity of voices involved in making these really important decisions you know it's it, it, it's really well, critical can well, I, no, can just I, before can you I, do that joe before i let you back in with him but, but just councillor o'donovan uh, councillor Ledden has asked you to withdraw the remark on twitter about six old white men which would have included him as a member of the corporate policy group well the corporate policy group is made up of the sbc committee leaders um, who are democratically elected by the council. Now, you've been asked the question, will you withdraw the tweet? Will you withdraw the demographic characteristics of that group? It's an appalling and we cannot deny that, that there is a dem the, the demographic and um, characteristics of, the of that group 
is that way. I, now, I did delete the tweet because I know Joe was personally offended and I, I would never wish to personally offend anyone. Um, but I, I think, you know, it is, it goes without saying that the people making decisions in, these, in this city consistently are of the same demographic. They are men. And the thing is, it's really important. They are important. democratically elected by the people of Limerick. It's, it's really important that we have, moving forward, that we have... Or 70s or 80s, it doesn't matter what age people are. People are entitled to an opinion. If people put themselves before the people of Limerick City and County Council and they're elected and then they're subsequently elected onto a corporate policy group, that has all been done in a democratic and transparent manner to tell people, first of all, to label them white. Whether they're white, black or red or green, it's irrespective. Whether they're men or women, it's irrespective. Whether they're young or old, it's irrespective. They're democratically elected people. And they have families. I have families. I was getting texts last night from families and friends. I don't consider myself old. And that's irrelevant. But the tweet showed an appalling lack of judgment. Okay. Now, Joe, can I just No, no, give her a chance. Give, no, no, hand no, no, hang on a minute now, Joe. No, no, no. no, no sorry, it's... Joe, Joe, excuse me. Sorry. I'll, I'll chair the debate. Um, <laughs> let Elisa back in, please. What I feel is very important, and, and I've um, said this since before I was elected, I think it's very important for people to, to call out when we have a lack of diversity within our decision-making structures within this city, both locally, both nationally. Um, and that is something that I have consistently done since I've been elected, because it's something that has really frustrated me. I get phone calls all the time from all different groups um, throughout this city. And it's really critical um, that we know that better decisions are made when we have uh, diverse voices making these decisions. Um, and one okay. thing that I... Uh, I can I just ask I you then, I mean, uh, on, on what Joe Ledden has outlined, and as you've said, you and other councillors haven't seen this working document yet, but uh, on what he's outlined, would you have any objection to it? Well, what I want to see is I want to see better public consultation. Um, and from what I have seen, there hasn't been any consultation regarding this document with us, the councillors, with the elected representatives of this city, um, and also with a lot of really excellent um, lobbying groups that have fantastic experience. People like the Limerick Cycling Campaign, people like the Irish Pedestrian Network, um, disability groups. And one thing that I have been really calling for consistently since um, we've, we've entered this pandemic and entered this crisis is ensuring that we have voices of people with disabilities in particular and their carers at decision-making tables because they are consistently neglected within this city. And it is really important that those voices are heard. Um, so, you know, this is something that I'm not ashamed to be calling out, and, that we and, need... Okay, okay. Let's let go back in there. I'm not disputing any of that, right? But I just want to be, let's be very clear here, right? Councillor Donovan stated she lives 200 metres from Green Park. I live less than 100 metres from Green Park. I don't need any lectures about Green Park and what needs to be done in Green Park, right? Hats off to Mick Dolan and what he does and the team down there in terms of bringing various different events and concerts into the city, right? That's the first thing, right? Secondly, in regards to uh, the plan, and I really want to say, uh, focus uh, on, on this plan, as I said to you, it's about supporting those within the city centre, right? The retailers, the hospitality, who have suffered enormously over the last two weeks and months by putting on a whole series of events and, and to do that in a way that um, is commensurate with public realm works. 
I have consulted with the Limerick Cycling Group. I have actively consulted with them, and I have done since I became chair of the SBC. I have consulted with the Limerick Pedestrian Group. I've actively done that since I've become chair. So to say that they haven't been consulted is factually incorrect. They actually took the time and effort, and I take my hat off to them as well, to put in submissions, which will be reflected in the documents that will be put out. And documents have to, and plans have to start somewhere. That's why we okay. have a CPG. It, it, it does sound as though you're going to need a roof on Limerick and other parts of uh, Limerick uh, County where this is being looked at as well because without the weather, a lot of what you appear to be planning here is going to be very difficult to implement. Not necessarily. I mean, again, look at it from the public realm point of view, first of all. We're going to widen pavement to facilitate both pedestrian footfall, increased footfall, and obviously retailers in the city. And be it cafes, restaurants, bakeries, eateries, etc., etc. We're going to pedestrianise some of the streets. We're going to uh, uh, there's going to be several different cycling routes uh, introduced, albeit on a temporary basis. And it's an opportunity uh, with reduced car traffic on the roads to try these events. Maybe we won't get some of it right. Maybe we have to make amendments. That's fine. That's all part of the actual process, right? Some of the nighttime activity, like the 3D street art, and putting various different art collections in prominent locations around the city. That's important. The food trail that we're talking about, I need to tell you, Joe, Limerick is famous for its food, for its ham, for its Irish coffees, for our farmers' markets. Great to see the milk market reopened last week when Galway had to close theirs. These are all positive initiatives that are happening. So by putting a food trail in place, you're supporting not only the various different people in the food sector, but also you're giving people another reason to come into the city okay. and to come into a city right. that will and, be effective. And you intend, to be clear about this now, you intend to, this to ha- be rolled out within weeks, do you? This will well, be after public, consultation with the, count, the other councillors and, and the public. The, the plan will go out to, to a wider consultation, obviously including the councillors later this week, right? It will be a continually working document that will work out and roll and evolve over the next few weeks amongst the public realm work. A lot of it is nothing new. Some of the cycle routes that we're about to introduce, we've discussed them at the SCC. Councillor Donovan is a member of that SCC. She knows some of the routes. It'll be nothing new to her when they're actually right. announced. But to okay. give the impression that there's no consultation, that's just wrong and it, it, it's not correct. Okay. All right. Well, listen, thank you both very much for uh, talking to us uh, this morning. Uh, Social Democrat Councillor Lisa O'Donovan um, and also Labour Councillor Joe Ledden. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HFC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hfc.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.